Welcome to FPL Radio for Friday, the 1st of April. It's not April Fool's, but we are back here to talk about Game Week 31. My name is Matt, and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Matt. It seems like it's been forever. I mean, it is April, I suppose. So, yeah, eight game weeks to go. There we are. We are firmly at the business end of the season. Um, Yeah, but it has been a couple of weeks. We've had an international break uh, and a bit of an FA Cup sort of palate cleanser. But I think we can try and cast our minds back if we we can. I've had to dust off the old FPL uh, website this morning to to take a look back at at Game Week 30. If you remember, this was the one that had only four games in it because of uh, other commitments from FA Cup games and, and other sort of bits and pieces for for various teams, but it was a. Uh, I think I think it'd be fair to say a bit of a mixed week, not a high-scoring week, but um, yeah, some some definite highs and some and some definite lows. But yeah, Ryan, how did you get on in game week thirty? I think I did rather well. I got sixty-one points. Um, that's mainly from two players, Son and Kane, <laughs> and Captain in Kane. So. That was brilliant. Uh, Bukayo uh, Saka, he came in with another 11 points after me sort of slamming him, sort of saying he's another fake like Foden and, and Jota. But look, I'll, I'll eat my words there because um, I'll def- desperately take that. I only got eight players out. Yeah, eight players out. Um, oh, it was my goalkeeper, Ramsdale. There was a lot of late last-minute injuries that really wiped out teams. Um as well as some fun and games in that opening fixture between Wolves and Leeds. So I think Wolves were coasting, weren't they? One nil up and everyone was thinking, I've got two Wolves defenders and got that clean sheet in the bag. Then all of a sudden, um, people captaining Jimenez as well, get sent off. And then all of a sudden, Leeds come back, score three. Rafina, I think he was out. Was out with COVID. I think so, Luca, Luca Dean was out with COVID as yeah, well. Yeah, it was. There were so many sort of last-minute things. So where people tried to build teams for this, um, I think it, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a tough, tough week. Um, I'm very grateful and a little unlucky in one of my. So my Huang came off the bench, got me a massive one point. Uh, I'll take that. And my Daniel Amarty. So these are my pe- couple of people I got on my wild card. He was on for a clean shit against Brentford, but Brentford scored. I think the 80 second minute or so so um yeah i mean look I, I, it was a it was a scratch eight i got out um i'll, I'll take 61 points all day long i did go up to i must admit he's, i think with that sort of score i thought i might got up more i was sitting at 214,000. i went up to 190 190 uh, so not a, it's another green arrow. Look, I'm happy. This sort of wild card. I've I've sort of had two green arrows after the wild card, so it's great. Um, but I must admit, I I was sort of in the captaincy almost right. I mean, yeah, Kane Kane got a little less than some, but I thought I thought I would have gone higher. But it's it's tough when you're really down in the weeds. It's trying to get out of them. It's uh, yeah, my strategies over the next couple of weeks to try and play a little bit different is is totally against my normal way I play but we'll go on to that well um Matt how did you get on uh, slightly less uh, slightly less well for me I, I mean I think this game week could pretty much be um sort of divided up into those that had Sun and Kane those that maybe had one and then maybe crazy people that might have had none so I only had Sun and didn't have Kane um 
So he returned 30 points as the captain and Saka 11. And then pretty much everyone else was a massive disappointment. Got Ramsdale, Dina and Rafinha all didn't play, all returned zeros. I bought Jimenez in. He came in for minus two. Watkins continued to do nothing. Uh, it was Brinkland, though. Yeah, that doesn't really <laughs> do much for me. It was, um, yeah, pretty pretty rubbish really across the board, apart from uh, apart from Son and Saka sort of saving saving the day in in, in many aspects. So, yeah, a very forgettable game week for me. Um, Forty six points, so a bit of a slide, sort of thirty thousand places down, I think. Um, so, it's been a pretty disappointing few weeks for me. I think with game week twenty seven, I was up. I just cracked into the top one hundred. I think it was ninety nine thousand. I'm down down to one seven four. So, one seven four thousand hundred seventy four thousand. Um, so yeah, pretty it's been a pretty disappointing few weeks, and that has led me to hit the big wild card reset button as we got into this international break. So, I've got a new look team um, coming in for game week for game week thirty, but we can um, we can talk about that as we as we progress forward. But yeah, pretty disappointing um, game week there for me overall. It was uh, yeah not uh, not the best, but only four games, so it was, it was I think yeah it really just came down to if you had Kane and Son. That's probably a green arrow. If you had one, it's a red arrow. And then if you if you didn't have any, then I think well, you probably you probably deserve to to get an even even stinking a red arrow at that, at that point. But um, yeah, pretty pretty tough game week across the board. I think quite a few disappointments. Well, again, our league leader Toby Bushell, um, one of one of our mini leagues, he he hit the free hit, and we were a little bit smirking behind behind the scenes because we felt it was possibly not the best upside way of getting points but he again he got it right he got 71 points and actually in a in a, in a game week where you've got such I, I mean yeah he just picked every all of the right players they all came in and um I mean like 10 more than me uh, I'd still hope I've got my free hit in, in my back pocket I'd hope I'll get a better um Better points uh, difference than what he got in this game week but um but still I think it, it, it wasn't a bad week to play a free hit because of yeah if you can get the right players and they all seem to return and then and and the other players dropping out you would have had a bench for others to come in so yeah it was um not a bad week for a free hit so again the bushel gets it right so yeah it's his season to to lose at the moment yeah Um, pictures we're back tomorrow Saturday, load of fixtures on the Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And there is a double game week for two teams. They are Everton and they are Burnley. They have a double game week. Um, well, is your, how's your wildcard shaping up then, Matt? What's, what are the key things you're looking for? Because we've got a big game, double game week in 33. We understand game week 36, not announced yet, but we understand that there will be some other fixtures going in there. So, yeah, what, what's, what's your strategy? Yeah, I think one of the things I wanted to do was sort of, um, uh, so there have been a few, there have been teams like um, uh, Chelsea, who were sort of, I think, removed a bunch of their assets sort of earlier in the season as they went away, sort of Club World Cup in in, in January, um, and a few sort of blanks around things like the FA, FA Cup. Um, so I wanted to sort of plan to get a few of those in. I, I think mainly kind of my, my strategy around it had been that I'd been bringing in players from Wolves and from Villa and, and things like that, that that really just sort of you know sort of trying to survive around sort of game week 30 and, and things like that but I want to sort of clear the decks of those um uh, I wanted to bring in um 
uh, yeah, some, some Chelsea players really just reset, um, you know, sort of try and attack these last few game weeks. There are some teams with some really nice um, runs of fixtures, including Chelsea. Um, so, yeah, really wanted to just sort of, um, uh, yeah, sort of try and get on a few fixtures, clear out a few of the... Um, a few of the deadwoods um and really sort of attack it but it has been it has been a little bit trickier than i sort of anticipated a few weeks ago there have been a few additional sort of injuries a few flags and a few question marks which have made me sort of still some some work to do i'm, I'm eagerly anticipating some of the press conferences um over the, the the course of today and and it is also tricky i mean you know we're, we're approaching um you know sort of over the next couple of weeks um there are some really really big games and and a lot of those are also surrounded by champions league games so when i'm looking at players like um uh reese james at chelsea who's one i've obviously very keen to get back into my squad but they um you know they have they have champions league games over the next couple of weeks same with city same with same with liverpool so th- there's some real sort of question marks there i mean someone like alexander arnold for example who was injured before the international break i think we all sort of thought that was a bit of a international break um injury but it looks like there's some potential that it might actually be, he might actually at least miss this, this Watford game. Um, and, and, you know, even if he is sort of um, fit or sort of close to being fit with, with those sort of big champions league games as well, there's possibilities that there could be some, some rest and some rotation. Obviously every game um, is vital for, 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 for Liverpool and for City at the moment, sort of fighting for that, that title, but Chelsea have a, a slightly different case, really. They've, they've sort of got the, the Champions League spots, you'd assume, pretty much wrapped up at, at this point. Um, so someone like James coming back for an injury, will he be played? Will he play this weekend against Brentford, or will he just be rested for the Champions League game? It's a. Those are the sort of things where we're sort of starting to get into into some questions, really. I mean, even players like um, some of the Leicester players, um, again, sort of, they've got so many fixtures left um, in the seasons. So they're quite enticing to bring a few of those in, but again, they've not got anything really to play for in the Premier League, and they're still in the um, Europa Conference League, really, which which would be massive for them to to, to continue to progress. And I think they'll they will they must be favourites for that tournament, or at least sort of uh, one of the favourites. So. Again, you know, sort of players like Madison, players like Barnes, are they going to be sort of rotated in some of these Premier League games? So it, it is tricky. You know, I think I think it's not necessarily um as as clear as it as it might have been a few um a few sort of weeks ago, really. But there um yeah, there are definitely a few teams I'm looking to target. I wanted to clear out some some dead weight. Um I'm I'm probably I've still got a bench, uh, sorry, a free hit left as well. So I think I'm probably going to I think my probable my probable plan would be to play that in in 36 and just sort of not worry too much about that because it's a few weeks away. Just sort of pick a team that's gonna that's gonna have some real legs to sort of go over the next couple of weeks. See if I can make some benefit from from game week 33 as well, which is a a double with a, with a few blanks in there as well. But um, yeah, it is uh, yeah it is it is tricky. There's a lot of games sort of coming up. I think we're going to see a lot of rotation. So. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely a need to sort of balance a little bit of of, of um, bench as well. So yeah, it's a tricky needle to thread at the moment. Yeah, I, I just I think you alluded to it. So Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, literally got midweek fixture for the next five weeks. It could be for the rest of the season because of their involvement in Champions League. They keep progressing through that uh, FA Cup. Um, there's this that um, semi-finals that they're in, um, and then yeah, obviously if, if they get further in, into those tournaments, so very hard to not see rotation in those teams. But the key thing about City, Liverpool, they can't take their foot off the gas. 
success in, in I suppose in the Premier League because one of them's got to win it and uh, yeah it's, it's it'd be interesting to see how how everyone goes I mean it might just be like I, I can't call it I can't call it so yeah just just keep an eye on those things um, just to know in thirty three there are three teams actually blank uh, so it'd be Wolves Villa and Leeds. Um, so maybe like the trouble is Leeds have got some really good fixture ahead of that. Uh, Villa, not so good, but we've heard possible get double game week going in for 34. So what do you do? Do you just stick or twist there? Uh, I think Wolves, I don't know now. I mean, I, I would say I don't think they've got anything to play for, so I wouldn't be investing. I mean, I've got the Huang, but he may be existing this week. Uh, he's got me, he's one point for me, he's done his job. Now he might be on his way. But yeah, I think I think it's an interesting point. I think for myself, Matt, I'm thinking personally that I might free. I've I've got these three chips. Okay. So I've got a free hit. I've got triple captain. <laughs> we won't go there. And I've also got pinch boost. Now let's think when it's best to play any of those. Well, basically I've I've gonna not even bother with bench boost i might just like whack it on whenever i can't can't be bothered with that one so i've got to think triple captain in 33 or three hit or vice versa do i triple captain in in 36 or three hit so that is where i'm wondering where i'm going to get my best returns is there a decent triple captaincy option in 33 if there's not then i think i'll play my free hit and then i'll leave that but um yeah it's uh i just want to get player who's going to get a guaranteed couple of games um that, that are favorable so some some things that i'm looking for so um yeah that's that's just where we're at, at the moment and as i say bench i can't care less at i'll just absolute useless shit right <laughs> yeah i think right, it's right. definitely looking like 36 would be the better option for either bench boost or triple captain i mean i think just looking at sort of um yeah. some candidates i mean liverpool play Spurs and potentially Aston Villa, which is yeah. not the nicest double game week, but it, you know it's not terrible for someone Chelsea like for someone like one. Salah. Chelsea have a decent one. City have a good one as well. Um, even someone like Arsenal have a a, a good one as well. Leeds and, and maybe maybe Spurs. So it's it, there's definitely there's definitely more interest I think in 36. So yeah. I, th- I think I think if if you're in that situation, then the free hit in 33 is probably a little bit more interesting. Particularly you have players from from Wolves or from, from Villa or, or something like that. But yeah, I think if, um, so yeah, just it's something to think about if you've got sort of multiple chips remaining, obviously you can't play them all in the same, in the same game week. So you do need to sort of try and work out how to sort of space them out a little bit and, and sort of make the most of, uh, of, of, of the right chips at, at the right time, really to maximize your return over the next, over the next few weeks. Yep. 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 Right. Okay. So next up, I suppose well, you've gone through your, your wild card, Matt. Um, I mean, is there any reveals there or are you keeping your cards close to your chest in what way? Well, I mean, I don't think there's much in, there's gonna be much in the way of surprises. Um uh but but it is sort of gonna depend a little bit on on some of the press conference news today, really. I mean, I've got a few flags. Um so I've still got Ramsdale in goal at the moment, but I suspect yeah. he will be moved on if he's unavailable. There's um uh, although uh, although we all, I think we got burnt a few weeks ago, um, um, looking at some of someone like Nick Pope, for example, at Burnley, they have double this week, albeit one of them is against City. But um, they have three, 
they have five games over the next three game weeks. So they've got double in 31, Man City. Then they've got Everton in, as well in 31, Norwich in 32, West Ham and Southampton double in 33. So, you know, I, I mean, I think, I think, you know, they might well get spanked by City sort of three or four past them. But if you're just looking at sort of pure numbers, even if you sort of take the City game out of contention, you're looking at four games over three, over three game weeks and sort of, you know, who knows, they could, someone could get some save points or, or it could be one of those ones where they just completely frustrate and, and shut out a team like City. We've seen, we've seen that happen in, in the last couple of weeks. So, so there's definitely some, some change in the goalkeeper. I think I might also be interested in someone like, um, Schmeichel at Leicester again just because of the pure sort of number of fixtures they've got remaining over the course of the season but they do have the United game this weekend which makes it a little bit less um, less exciting but yeah I think it's going to really depend I'd love to get in some Chelsea defenders I'd love to bring in James um, I'm a bit I'm just a bit con- conscious of his rotation possibility with all those extra Champions League games in as well and um, and then Alexander-Arnold really it's just sort of depending at the moment he's 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 flagged uh, there's, you know, I think one of the options I might have is to switch him to Robertson for the rest of the season. Um, you know, they they obviously share the clean sheet points. Um, Robertson obviously plays plays every week, and and actually, you know, Alexander Arnold's only had one attacking return in his last sort of seven or eight game weeks, really. So, so he's, you know, he's always an explosive player. He can always sort of pop up with, you know. Double, you know, double-digit hauls, sort of any any given week. But we've seen Robertson sort of do do similar things as well. So I think it's going to be whether I make that move. I can save, you know, uh, something like 0.6, 0.7 million for making that that move across. Try and get a bit of a march on people that are, that are going to have to keep Alexander Arnold. But um, yeah, I mean, I think beyond that, my sort of yeah, really sort of where I was focusing the bench boost was was shifting around some defenders. Um, I wanted to make some moves in midfield as well. I think there's some, against I've been interested in bringing in either a Leicester player or, or maybe even a Chelsea midfielder. Um, Chelsea have a really sort of nice run of fixtures, um, but it is always just that rotation risk really for the rest of the season. Um, and yeah, I wanted to bring in Harry Kane as well. So he's, he's obviously come in. He seems to be, he seems to be the man. So Sun's dropped out um, and Harry Kane's gone in, but yeah, it was really just sort of a bit of a refresh for sort of um, about 50% of the, the squad really for the, for the old wild card. But it's, it's, it, it just depends really how I want to play it. Like at this point, I'm probably anticipating that I, I think the mini leagues that I'm a part of are probably gone sort of 60, 70 points sort of back with, with, you know, sort of only one or two chips left to play. It's quite difficult. So, but if I'm going to try and make those moves, do I go a bit maverick? Do I sort of take some of these risks and, and sort of, you know, roll the dice and, and, you know, the difference in finishing, um, you know, 50 points off versus hundred points off doesn't really make much odds in, in, in that sense. So it could, well, it could be that I sort of, you know, try and make these moves. It's one of the reasons I wanted to pull the wild card now, really. I, you know, my rank's been slipping for the last three or four weeks. I wanted to sort of attack it, bring some bring some different sort of energy into the squad, see what happens. Um, and, you know, if it goes wrong, then I'm no I'm no worse off than, than I was before. Well, I mean, unless I slip behind you, I suppose, in the, in the mini-league, right? But, uh, you know, second or third is 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 no difference, really, for, for, for that. Um, although I'm sure that's not what the, uh, the WhatsApp group might say. But... Um, yeah, it's tricky. It, 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 you know, I think, I think, um, the yeah, these these rotation risks are really sort of um, putting a bit of a question mark around the whole thing because purely on fixtures, I think it's quite easy to make a really nice team for the rest of the season or certainly over the next sort of five or six game weeks. I mean, just Ch- Chelsea's fixtures are uh, very nice, sort of. Um, 
with a couple of a couple of extras still to to, to reschedule at the moment but yeah it's uh it's it's tricky i'm, I'm anticipating the, the press conferences today it's going to be some big uh some big decisions still to make before before the deadline tomorrow for me yeah absolutely i think it's yeah Alex, the worries for me at the moment i've got ramsdale flagged i've got alexander arnold flagged um Foster could come in for uh ramsdale but watford are away to liverpool um and i suppose it's a playing keeper i'll see how long ramsdale's what's it hip injury i think to see how that goes on because in Arsenal's fixtures are not bad in the in the sort of future, so I'd love to get let him go just for a transfer there. Alexander Arnold, the same to you, Matt. Um, I've got Van Dijk as a bit of a cover, but Van Dijk was always just a bit of a holding player, and then to move on to a, a Chelsea or a, or Man City. But I could make that switch now if he basically I could get that clean sheet, hopefully um, home to Watford, and then maybe move Alexander Arnold on. Um, if he's um, out injured. The, the move I can make, if I do take out Alexander-Arnold, I could go Alexander-Arnold to anyone from Cancelo down and then Huang can go out for the veg, the veggie horse. Um, I don't particularly like veg horse, but he's probably an upgrade on Huang with the amount of games. Huang doesn't play in 33 veg horses. As you just said, he's got five games in its three game weeks. So, there's a number of games there that he can do. Um, he can double his two points to four points. So um, that's better than Huang not even playing. So that's that's an initial thought. Um, but again, I'm just waiting for the press conference to see where we're at. Um, I've got two Villa players and then this Wolves player. Obviously, those three do not play in blank. Well, it's a blank for them in game week 33. So, um, But I don't mind the Villa fixture against Wolves. Wolves really got Jimenez to play. I've got Cash. I think he could get a clean sheet against that. And Coutinho, I mean, we've seen him produce at double digit halls recently. Uh, so there's not a bad fixture for them. And of course, my wonderful Anthony Gordon, who gets double game week versus West Ham and Burnley um, for his standard booking and uh, probably three points I'll be expecting from Anthony Gordon. Um, Captain sees probably Two or three in the mix. Um, I've currently got it. Oh, I've currently got it on Kane. I think that's just by default because I kept him last time. <laughs> my, um, I might make it switch now because um, I've just switched it over to the Salah. I just think the Watford home game, like Liverpool need to keep winning. And if the goals go in against Watford, they could be a lot. And I think he's got a pretty good record against Watford Salah. So I'm hopeful for that. I just feel that Spot my home to Newcastle. That's a classic Spursy. I think they'll sit back, they'll defend, make it difficult for us. Expect us to win, but I don't think it'd be easy. So, captain's on the seller for me, but Kane isn't a bad shout. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's obviously Salah's had a slightly tricky international break, um, a few sort of uh, laser pointer related issues where they went 120 minutes in their World Cup qualifier and ultimately um, didn't make it through. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Liverpool have, have got to win that fixture. Um, it's the early kickoff. Um, it's at home. Um, 
it's at it's Anfield sort of early Saturday. So I mean, I would I would anticipate him him starting. Maybe if they can sort of go two or three up, he comes off after sixty minutes or something like that to give him a little bit of a rest. But they have probably the slight. They have the kindest, I think, of the Champions League fixtures. Um, they've got Benfica, so um, it's not. Um, it, it's maybe not quite as as daunting on paper as I think as uh, as the Chelsea or the City fixtures. So I don't think they'll be quite as worried about that one as. Um, so from a rotation perspective, I think you know obviously they'll want to they'll want to keep the pressure on in in the league. So I would be very much anticipating Salah starting there. So that's a, that's obviously a big captaincy um, uh, plus for him. Um, I you know Kane is obviously the man in form. I think if if you want to look at him or or at Son um, from a from a captaincy perspective, I think that also makes sense. Um, I have very sort of very little interest in any of the um, uh, double game week players. I mean, in happier times, you could maybe look at someone like Calvert Lewin from from um Everton but obviously it's just not happened for him this season with a lot of injuries and um and sort of other players in 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 that mix as well so um yeah I think it's a it's a classic Salah captain really this weekend um but yeah the Spurs the Spurs boys are also making a decent case if you want to um uh, go for a bit of an alternative we overlooking City like your record against Burnley is absolutely ridiculous I think you are on aggregate and I don't know how many games this is like you're 33-1 up aren't you something like that and I wish I knew how many games that had been but uh, you batter them every single time like I mean not many of us could give him De Bruyne but I suppose Foden isn't a bad shout Um, yeah like is anyone from City that you feel could be a decent captaincy option, Matt. I mean, it's always just the rotation challenge, really, with yeah. with anyone from City. I mean, if you could guarantee they would be starting, then someone like Mares was would be a fantastic shout in in that sort of fixture. Um, Foden has done well as a, as the sort of false nine, um, and seems to be pretty much guaranteeing his minutes at the moment. So he's probably the safest bet. But you know, he's not that explosive, really. And and similarly to to De Bruyne, um, uh, you know, sort of City. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's not been sort of as, as free flowing over recent weeks, so I, I would maybe anticipate big hauls from from them. I mean, you know, you could look at Cancelo at the back, um, but we've already we've we've always sort of talked about it's a bit it's always a bit challenging to pick a um, uh, to pick a defender for your captaincy, particularly when there are such good options in in the midfield. So, I you know, I don't think I don't think it's a terrible idea. City are away at Burnley. You know, I think the myths about Turf Moor being a tough place to go are, are slightly deep disproved by by statistics but um uh yeah i just think i just think there's there's not sort of a clear standout option in a city team that that don't seem to be sort of firing at 100 but they've had a, they've had a few few weeks off um with their international teams so it might well be a bit of a sort of palate cleanser and they'll, they'll come back together and, and sort of regroup for the for the run-in but um yeah i just i just think it's too difficult to to um to to pick a captaincy option there when you're when you're just just staring down the barrel of rotation so much there. Yep, yep, I agree. I think let's go for the nailed players and watch Salah get benched for <laughs> Jota. But no, I, I can't see it. It's, it's this title race. This is great. This is great for FPL because we know two teams have got put out their best teams. Uh, we move on to watch list differentials. Some people we can. I think you've mentioned a couple in in players look out for like Nick Pope as goalkeeping options Schmeichel just because the amount of games they've got coming up and they are decent options but Matt have you have you got any little gems in your wild card or whether people you've got maybe earmarks for maybe a couple of weeks time well the um 
as as crazy as it might sound, I'm I'm potentially considering a Watford attacker, but not either one of the heroes of the season so far in Dennis or or Kit. Heroes and villains, I suppose. But um, uh, Cucho is the man that I'm keeping a little eye on. He started the last three, um, uh, played ninety minutes, and has got three goals and an assist in those fixtures. So so goal and assist against Arsenal, um, and he scored twice against Southampton. Um, he might be the one that that um, they sort of turn to, to to mix up their their attack. He's he's um yeah he's done well. He's in form, but I mean the main thing really with him is is his price. He's only five million. Um, one of the things I'm looking for in my wildcard, so I don't have a bench boost, so that means I can I, I want to sort of try and um, although there's still need for a strong bench, I don't think I need as you know a full sort of playing three so anywhere i can sort of save money in that either in that third striker and that fifth midfielder fifth defender sort of position um he's one i'm keeping an eye on um so at the moment that's that's broya um who uh is 5.5 now i think i got him at a sort of 5.1 or something like that broya does play a lot which is great but his you know he's his his attacking returns are a, a few and far between but um it's just whether i you know whether i want to sort of make a move and save that you know a couple of um couple of um, percentage points um, of, of of price really. So if you are on a wild card um, and you want to sort of um, uh, and you want to sort of save a bit of money, I think one of the options I'm also looking at is is Gildhart at, at Leeds, who, who again sort of might play a couple of minutes here and here and there, but he's four point six, I think. So that's even cheaper. But so Kucho is maybe sort of splitting that difference to someone that's actually going to play a little bit more regularly, has an outside chance of returns, but will mostly sit on the bench and just sort of soak up a bit of value there. But yeah, it's a uh, it is it's difficult to go back to the uh, to the Watford well after they. I think we've all been sort of burnt by by King and by Dennis at various points of the season. But um, yeah, he is one just 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 from that price, and he does look like he's the man in form, sort of at least before the international break. And it'll be interesting to see if he can if he can continue it, and and then he might well be a, a decent little bargain to chip in with a couple of returns before the end of the season. Love it, yeah, yeah, love it a lot. Um, just. Looking again, probably more ahead than this weekend. It's Leicester defenders. So Luke Thomas was left back for Leicester for quite been, been there a long time. I know they've had a lot of injuries, and that's why he's been playing. But he was he was highly rated not only by the team, but the fans like him as well. But he's been ruled out for a hamstring injury, which then brought on Timothy Castagna, um, and I think he ended up scoring in their last fixture um, against Brentford. But yeah, he's 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 five point three million. Not 0.5% owned in the game, like so, so low. And I think he will probably, there was a point where him and James Justin were were sharing so many points um, back in the day when Leicester were good at the back. Um, James Justin, I think, also returned from injury as well. And he's 4.9, so he's even cheaper and only owned by 0.2% of the game. I mean, like they are so, so, so low owned. Um, I expect... The risk here is that this um, conference league, Europa Conference League, that is their focus. So whether they will be 100% starters in the Premier League, but I, I would just say like one of them's got to play left back. Might be Justin, might be Castagna. Like, not bad options, especially with the amount of games they've got coming up. Um, uh, is there anyone else I've got on my list? Not really. I mean, it's... We'll know about everyone else at the moment. Is there any little gems? You got any other little gem, gems for anyone, Matt? No, I mean I don't think so. I mean I think um, probably uh, um, I'm, I've 
I've brought in Anthony Gordon on my wild card. I think he's he's popular in a couple of squads now. He is another one that yeah. that that doubles up in thirty one with West Ham and Burnley. He's four point five million, so that's that's again just sort of that really really great price point. But he's playing pretty much every week. He's playing sort of um, yeah at least sort of seventy minutes. He maybe he's maybe sort of is one of the later substitutions. But um, you know you're not expecting much from him. Um, but at the very least, uh, someone that just gets in those doubles. He's got double of 31 um, and two fixtures still to rearrange as well. So a couple more doubles. So not bad just for someone that's playing. Um, again, just sort of someone to fill out the squad. Um, mostly be, probably be playing on the bench, but you could feel comfortable bringing him in because he looks like he's he's at least sort of featuring in in, in every game for, for a few of these uh, fixtures to end the season. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, I've got a dilemma to make and you, you've... you've with him uh, so I can get Cancelo back if I do get rid of Alexander-Arnold the other option for me is um, I'm looking at his Laporte so Laporte is 5.8 and he's only under 9.2% of the game like Cancelo is 37.5% so there's a massive difference in ownership but I wonder if Laporte might get similar returns to Cancelo got a very good run in the City after um, the next couple of game weeks. Um, so, yeah, Burnley this week, Liverpool, and then the running is just ridiculous for City. The other player is Diaz, I believe, is still out injured. He's, yeah, he's he's potentially back, I think. He might not make it this weekend, but I think he might be back for the Liverpool game. Um, okay. Uh, but then the hero of last season was John Stones. Now, I think every time he's played for City... I think he's kept a clean sheet by one game this season. I think that was the Man um, United home game. But I think every time he's played, he's got a clean sheet. So, John Stones is only 5.2 and 2.9% owned in the game. So, yeah, I expect him to play this weekend. Um, and he's got old threat. I, mean, we've, I remember my joy of sitting off, get, getting off my chair, I think, when he netted two against Fulham last year, where out of nowhere. But he was... Um, yeah, he's, he's 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 a good option, John Stones. And I, yes, has he been that good this year? I mean, will he come straight back in the team? I think the answer is probably yes, because I think Pep really rates him. But Stones, Liverpool, I'm interested in those two if I can't get to Cancelo. Uh, I yeah, I think it's it's always just that it's always just that rotation risk, really. I mean, um, you'd expect sort of Diaz to, to come back in. I mean. I'm not sure, quite sure uh, what more he could have done to impress you, considering City have conceded 18 goals all season. But uh, you never know with the, the high standards that that Mr. Hodges demands for his uh, for his players. But um, exactly. yeah, I mean, I, I, just I think... remember I just remember Kane tearing him apart. <laughs> well, we don't talk about that game week, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think um, you know, sort of, there's value in 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 someone like Laporte. Um, uh, he seems to be the one that's part that partners um, DS when when he's fit. So um, you know, again, you're always going to see a bit of rotation with with these players. But I mean, like Cancelo is is a is a obviously he's he's definitely a player that that looks that it doesn't always translate his performances on the pitch and the eye test into FPL points. You know, he's not scored an attacking return since game week 22. Um, he's got eight assists and one goal all season. Um, so, you know, obviously all those players share any clean sheets. Um, 
Cancelo does get a few, you know, it's a bit of a bonus point magnet as well. But um, you know, he's he's a lot more expensive than those other players. I think he's up to about yeah, 6.9 million now. So if you can't reach him, I wouldn't be too disappointed if you had to go with someone like Laporte. But um, yeah, you know, you're you're always sort of riding that that rotation risk a little bit. But you know, even Cancelo will be a little bit of a rotation risk with all these fixtures sort of coming up. I think um, you know, if they can if they can make it um make it sort of through these next couple of game weeks and if they're still in the Champions League then I think you'd see you'd see a little bit of rotation with, with maybe someone like Zinchenko coming in at, at left back but yeah it's a it's a tricky it's a tricky choice you know you've got to sort of try and work out where you can go with that but yeah I don't think I don't think Laporte is a, is a bad option at all yeah. good stuff I think we might made it Matt I think that's going to do it. Yeah, it's uh, obviously uh, some big press conferences for me to sort of make some final decisions and 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 do this wild card and try and find out where I'm going to go on the uh, on the Maverick scale. But you know, I, I I I'm not sure I'll go too crazy. I'm I'm always a bit of a cautious player, which which I think has been a bit of a detriment to me maybe over the last over the last few weeks. But we'll see. We'll see what we can what we can do and if we can get a few green arrows on the board and then maybe we can end end the season on a high. But yeah, hopefully there's some things there to think about. Um, some uh, some some interesting few game weeks coming up. It's going to be a yeah, lots lots of lots of things happening. Sort of lots of points to play for over the last sort of six or seven uh, game weeks. So yeah, plenty to think about. We'll be back next week to to see how it's gone for us and to talk about what we think for. Um, game week 32 um and obviously continuing as we might get a bit more news about some double game weeks and sort of see where our sort of transfer and chip strategies are evolving over the rest of the season but thank you very much for listening and we will be back uh we're back to speak to you next week thank you and goodbye yeah. good luck all good luck